everybody. Welcome back to Wings with Friends. I'm your host, Mary Upchurch, and we are coming to you live from our new Broadstone Roosevelt Rose Studios, <laughs> whether they know it or not. And I'm here with a very talented person, uh, Stefan Santani. Oh, thank Did you. Did I say it right? Stefan Santani. Oh, my gosh. But don't worry, you're these not the first actors, person. These actors, these comedians and talented people... <laughs> They're so picky. Say it again. Stefan Satani. Stefan Satani. That's right. That is a very, um, what do you call that when like all the sounds are the same? Like, oh, an alliteration. Alliteration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very illiterate name. That's not the right word. An <laughs> illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stefan, I'm glad you're here. Thank you so much. And Thanks I wanna, for having me. Yeah. I want to get into, um, well, everything. But first, <laughs> I want to tell all of you listening that if you want a sticker or a magnet, or whichever one I can find, just email me at wingswithfriends at gmail.com. And make sure you like us on iTunes, maybe write a review, or I don't know, just do something and then email me, and I'll send one to you, and I'll have my dad put the stamp on it, because I don't buy stamps. (laughs) Do you buy stamps? I do not buy stamps. (laughs) I barely remember what a stamp even is. I know, right? But sometimes you just need a stamp. Yeah, you always do, and you never got one. Yeah, so my dad will mail that to you. Um, So glad. Stefan, how are you? Who are you? What makes you so special? Um, I'm doing well. I am a 30-year-old male, and I think what what makes me special, uh, besides my mom telling me I'm her little boy, is (laughs) I, I, I think the thing is curiosity. It's led me in a lot of different places, and I feel like I wouldn't have expected myself in any of those places. So I, I think I thank it to my curiosity. That is interesting. It's a good point, right? Mm-hmm. It just takes you down one road and then another road and yeah. then another road of your curiosity. You yeah. know, it also killed the cat, so be I, careful. <laughs> I have been watching out for that. It's, uh, <laughs> it is tough. Curiosity leads you down dangerous roads sometimes. <laughs> What's behind this door? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had some fantastic wings delivered by Uber Eats. We had ATL wings. So good. They were so good. Honey habanero. Yum. That Yum. was, you said you wanted anything spicy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, these weren't that spicy, though. They were not. I I wouldn't say I was disappointed because they, they compensated with the flavor. Yeah. They weren't as spicy as, as advertised. Yeah. But equally delicious, I'd say. If you hear habanero, you're going to expect spice. Yeah, exactly. I feel habanero equals brace yourself for spice town. Right, like I'm going to run around, where's the glass of milk? Yes, I I almost brought some milk when you said you got habanero, almost. (laughs) Who drinks milk anymore? I mean, I do. I do like milk, (laughs) but I feel like nobody drinks any. I know, now it's all soy and almond and cashew Uh and... Yeah. It's a... Well, you know, this is becoming a normal thing where I don't just buy one kind of wings. I hope you guys know that about me Um, because we had other (laughs) wings, too. Sorry. Uh, I mean, this episode is going to be honey hubby, honey habanero. Honey habanero. Stefan Satani. Stefan Centaur. Centaur. (laughs) Some people do confuse me with a centaur, so (laughs) that isn't half half wrong. Honey habanero. (laughs) Um, But we had some delicious lemon pepper. Oh, those were my favorite, I have to say. You you weren't expecting that. Have you had lemon pepper before? No. I have to tell you, I haven't had wings in years because, well, I used to love wings, and they were actually my favorite food growing up. Loved them more than anything. And then I got sick because I ate too many wings. I was classic. Yeah. So I was around 12 years old. And then, and now I feel I, I do eat wings occasionally if someone's like, hey, let's have wings. And I don't have anything against them. I think it's kind of like a friend that you guys were real tight and then they wronged you in some sort of way. Now you've forgiven them. And if there's social gatherings where they're going to show up, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with them. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm glad you were fine with them for this oh, recording. I was delighted. Maybe yeah. you can, like, er- they can earn your trust back you, you know, know what i mean i'm i'm starting to think they might especially they with the flavors yeah hopefully they won't hurt somebody close to you and then you'll just lose trust again i mean i haven't completely let my guard down <laughs> but yeah i'm on the watch you know it was your fault though you ate too it, many i know that, really that was that you know when you're, when you're 12 years old you blame it on the wings or the other person and then now it's like well i think maybe i still i was out of step so yeah <laughs> so we had lemon pepper and then we i got some classic buffalo mm-hmm. those, those were, were good, good. Yeah. Those are good. Um, I liked the crisp on the lemon pepper. 
I feel like the buffaloes were a little soggier. They I were. I don't know they why were. that was. Is it because they weren't dry rub? They were saucy? Did they marinate True, too long? but the honey habanero was, was didn't not, feel... Yeah. Mm, Do you think may, they have them just ready to go? I was going to say maybe the buffalo is the most common, so they just keep that in a sack somewhere ready to just <laughs> give out could and then the be. others they make to order i'm not sure yeah could be yeah. um but well so stefan you are from the hyperbroly podcast that's right available yes. on itunes and other podcast providers absolutely um so how would you describe yourself are you a podcaster a comedian a writer a curiositor like what do you what would you call yourself or what would you like to be called in the future oh that is an excellent question i know i, I <laughs> Just full of good questions here. Wow. <laughs> um, I think right now I, I'd be, I'm an aspiring comedian. I'm like a podmedian because I'm more of a podcaster than a comedian. I've been podcasting for about a year and a half, actually. Oh. Yeah, we were doing hyperbole for a year and a half. It started with two brothers. One actually got too stressed about it. He couldn't handle the full hour a week. So now it's one brother and a friend that we have sworn in as a blood brother. So oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's, uh, he's working out nicely. Oh, good. So, um, yeah. so what is Hyperbole? Like, tell me about your podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So Hyperbole, this is, it's like a comedy advice podcast. We call it self-help for the helpless. And we kind of... We started out with questions, and we picked these questions from... We started with Yahoo Answers, Reddit, all across the internet, and these are kind of like the barnacles on the bottom of a ship that nobody <laughs> really wants to scrape off. So uh, some of these questions probably should never have been asked in the first place, but we take them and we, we answer them, and uh, yeah, comedy ensues. Who asked them? Oh, we're not sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> they usually don't identify themselves. I Do think they write in? They, some people do write in. Yeah, okay. we, we have some fans sometimes that they write in some questions. And those are a little less on the ridiculous side. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we find them across the Internet or have some fans write them in. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Um, are they about, like, men topics? They're about... Uh, I would say we're pretty gender neutral. Oh, okay. Yeah, men topics, women topics. So uh, the bro is really you guys and it's your brothers. Yes, I'm glad that you asked that. Okay. So to clarify that we put the bro in hyperbole because of the bros. So oh, that's oh, it cool. sounds okay. so broy. We're not broy like that. It's <laughs> we're, we're just brothers. We're just actual brothers, brothers. Actual brothers. Yeah. Except for your friend, because your one brother. Exactly. So we're just brothers, <laughs> except not. It's and yeah. that's okay. I that's really cool. I like that idea. What's been like the coolest question that you've gotten or that you've oh, you know, covered? That is a really good question. I think one of my favorite questions is when somebody asked if it was sexy to be a bird watcher. He was, he was trying to find girls, and he wanted to have something about him that was attractive. So he wanted to see if being a bird watcher was the right option. For... What did you tell him? We told him absolutely. We think that being a bird watcher will okay. bring flock, flock the women in. They'll come in flocks. So I got to tell you something. Yesterday, my uh -huh. good friends, Frashawn and Travel, mm -hmm. uh, dash chappelle because they're married. Uh-huh. They were here recording, and we talked about bird watching. No. But there's a different definition that they have. Oh, do tell. I, I was not equipped with this knowledge when we were answering the question. No. Okay. And I hope this is okay. We have it. You can curse. You can say whatever you want. I don't know oh. if you guys do or if it's okay. We yes, we okay, curse so quite goes, a bit. Okay, I don't yeah. know you very well, so you can be like, <laughs> "No, I'm sorry. We're very conservative, and you've offended me and my ancestors." I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, to them, bird watching is when you can see a man's penis through his pants, and so they <laughs> would be like, "But." <laughs> <laughs> and if you listen to the episode, it just came out today, which is Sunday, April 20-something. Mm -hmm. What day is it? 28th. 8th. Yes. So that's available now. It's so funny. But then they'd be like, they'd say things like, oh, he has a small Twitter following. Oh. And apparently they weren't allowed to say, oh, he's got a large Twitter following because they would get jealous and like, well, oh, so what? You know, they'd get really mad at each other. <laughs> so then I told them they should, they want to start a podcast. And I was like, we can call it Bird Watching oh, with Travel and Frashan. Genius. I love it. Anyway, sorry, that was it was just too close to when that happening. So yes, bird watching is sexy no matter what kind of bird watching you're doing. Exactly. I should have thought of that too. In Italian, that's another word for penis or men genitalia. What is? Ma 
uh, bird. It is? Bird, yes, yes. Cuckoo kachoo. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, so you are Italian. This is interesting. It seems like you know a lot of Italian, like you're a real Italian. Uh, yeah, yes, I'm, I'm as close to real Italian as it can get without being born in the country, even though I look super white. You're pretty not, fair. Yes, I am very fair. And people come to me with their conflicts because I'm so fair. I will let them know who's <laughs> wronged and who's right. <laughs> But uh, I'm also, I'm quite white. I'm almost glow in the dark. Yeah. So both parents Italian? Both parents Italian, except my dad is half Irish. So that's where the red beard, I I feel, comes into play. Yes. Yeah. And it sounds like, so you were explaining to me, um, Santani. Mm, Santani. Santani. Mm-hmm. I'll get it right. And then, and you said that means what in Italian? Oh, that means seven years. Okay. And then I yes. told you about my comedian friend, Chris Centeni. Yes. I believe the way it's spelled C-E-N-T-A-N-N-I. So in Italian, if you have the C-E, it's C'è. So cent'anni, which is a hundred years. Dang. You yeah. even got the root. So yeah, that kind of <laughs> makes sense, right? Because that's a Latin, uh, what, base language? Yes. Yeah. So if, if I see cent, I'm going to think a hundred. Yes. There so you his, go. I'll follow up with him and ask him if that's true, but I bet it nice. is. So nice. you know, do you speak Italian? I do. I do. Dang. Yeah. I, uh, it was one of those curiosity things. I, well, I ended up, I, w- I went to Italy with my family. We still have a lot of cousins there. We call them cousins. I don't know what they are by now because by the time my grandparents got out of the, uh, out of Italy, they, we, we just kept keeping in contact every generation. So they're like third, fourth cousins. That's or something so cool. Like that. Yeah. So we went over there and then I, I, my mom spoke Italian to me a little bit as a kid, but then all of our relatives spoke English so well that I thought the next time I go, I want to show them how good they made me feel by speaking English, oh and I want to learn Italian. Yeah, that's so nice. I'm really yeah. starting to appreciate this curiosity of yours. <laughs> I tried to leave a little curiosity for the listeners, so that as we go in, they're like, "Well, what? Where did where did this lead him?" And then now we can talk yeah, about. Yeah, I think it's yeah. A, an interesting method of exploration, and I'm trying to think what mine is i'm i don't know if it's Mm -hmm. a um i don't think it's a curiosity more of a it's probably uh like more of a fear of missing out or something Mm -hmm. i don't know Mm -hmm. i don't know but that's really fascinating yeah Yeah. you heard the episode we had not too long ago with sal from sal's gilbert pizza they're real italians i did and i know them uh, no, I don't, but I was very, <laughs> I was very, that's a good question because I do know a lot of the Italians in the Valley, yeah. um, but I didn't know him and they're in Gilbert, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got, I was like, oh man, I, I wish I was on that episode because I could have spoken Italian to yeah, him. Yeah. You but. should go and meet them. Um, their pizza place, Sal's Gilbert Pizza, it's really good. It's nice. been on, uh, I believe it was on Diners, Drive-Ins and Dives oh, nice. and um, on the news, like I've seen them and stuff because I think they're. I think the thing they did on Triple D was um, mm-hmm. the like a rigatoni pizza. So it's like pizza with pasta on top. Oh my gosh! Which is oh. like a carb overload, but yeah, uh, but I'm a carbivore, good. so I love carbs. <laughs> I'll I'll take that any day. You can do it though, probably. Like I think I am, and I shouldn't. <laughs> Your metabolism probably works like a like a Corvette or something. For and, now, yeah. Yeah, we'll, for we'll enjoy see. it. Enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> Does anybody in your family make pasta? Yes. I actually just made homemade pasta this oh week gosh. with my wife. Oh my yeah. Gosh. We made, um, uh, I don't know whether it is, you know, the, sometimes people, if they're speaking in English and then they have a word that's in Italian or Spanish or something, they'll just say, oh, yeah, I was making some carnitas. And sometimes, yeah, I made some tagliatelle. But I don't want to sound... Like a douche, so like Giada, yeah. <laughs> you get the spaghetti. Yeah, or even Guy Fieri. He said, uh, "Hi, I'm Guy Fieri." Have you heard that? Or Alex Trebek? <laughs> Does he do that? Yeah, he'd be like, in the, uh, "This holiday, Dia los Muertos." <laughs> I haven't heard that. Yeah, no. That's, that's awesome. Kind of, I feel like that's where that originated. Amazing. That's great. I love it. Yeah. Um, Man, I'm so excited to know real Italians. One a day, I I feel like I've been on a mission trying to find real Italian food. Oh, um, do you if, recommend anything in the valley? Yes, I have a couple recommendations. If you want gelato, there are several really cool gelato places. There's one called Cool Gelato, and it's um, it's in Old Town Scottsdale by the Civic Center. Okay, and it's owned by I think there are a couple. It's two Italian folks. They're elderly. Uh, a gentleman and gentlewoman. I need pasta. 
Oh, pasta. So like real food. If you go to Andreoli's, okay, that's off of the basically off the 101 and Pima, I think. Okay. Sorry, I, I'm still Pima? orienting myself. <laughs> yeah. Pima. It's off 101 and Pima. Pima. That's I think that's how the Native <laughs> Americans said yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I um that place is good. Good pasta as well. And okay. he was he was highlighted on uh, Guy Fieri's DDD. Fieri. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Uh, yeah. Um, actually, oh, what's wrong with my mic? Mary, there. What's wrong with your mic? Hold on. Is that working? Now it is. Oh, I'm hearing you. Oh, panic there. Panic. Oh, I, I got so excited for a second talking too. about pasta. Oh, I know. But uh, let's talk about wings a little bit more. Yeah. So, so this is honey habanero. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of the honey habanero? I know you said the lemon pepper turned out to be your favorite. Yes. But uh, describe the honey habanero for us. Well, I feel the honey habanero where the buffalo lacked in the crispiness. I feel like it still had a good amount where the lemon pepper was the crispiest of all. Um, It triumphed in the crispy category. The honey habanero still had some crisp, and the sauce didn't overpower the wing. I feel... I I do like saucy saucy wings. Yeah. Sounds weird to say. Saucy. I like saucy wings, but I, uh, I... That was going to be my next question. Do you like saucy wings? I, I do like saucy wings, but I feel... Sorry, I can't say that without an accent either. I don't know what's wrong with me today. Saucy. Saucy. Yeah. Saucy. <laughs> but I do like dry rub. You, I think you've introduced me to a new a new love. And that's- yeah. Well, okay. So ATL wings, what's interesting about their dry rubs, they're kind of still wet because they drench mm. them in butter or a butter type oil. Oh, genius. So there's still some wetness there, mm-hmm. but they're fried pretty nicely. So, And then there's nice. some ones that are like, some dry rubs like like a dry rub ranch. Oh. And I think oh. it might be like the ranch powder you make. I was gonna say I don't even know how that works, but I know. I'm into it. Um there's a dry rub barbecue that's really good. Yeah. Somewhere. Um it's fascinating. And then I was telling you I like a salt and vinegar wing. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. Yeah, that's but. a native. Um so yeah, dry rubs are interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you do do you prefer like the flat or the drummy? Drum. Drum. You're a drum? Yep, I'm a drum all the way. Okay, that's good. I think it's because I used to, I actually, I have Invisalign, and uh, I'm fixing my teeth, but I used to have a little snaggle uh, on the bottom, and so he couldn't help me pull the meat from the flats. Did you just call your snaggle he? Yeah, he is a, yeah, he's a guy. His name's Terry. No, I'm <laughs> but but he yeah he wouldn't tear it up. My wife and I actually got in fights because we she would give me a slice of her pizza, which was very kind of her. But my bite was so weak, I could the snaggle couldn't help tear the cheese off with the dough. So I'd tear all the cheese off. It's like the equivalent of pulling the covers off of your significant so other in their sleep, and it was. I wouldn't awful. know. Don't rub it in, okay? <laughs> Gosh, Stefan. <laughs> Sorry. So the snaggle was, I'm just joking, the snaggle was on the bottom? Yeah, yeah. This one said a real bad snaggle. It was a bad snaggle. It was Did almost I, like a shark to, you know, how they have rows? Uh-huh. It's just, it was one row. It was one lonely row, but it was behind the others. It was, yeah. Describe my face right now. Very confused. <laughs> Very confused. So I think I probably, I noticed your Invisalign when I met you at Tempe Center of the Arts, right? Yes, yes, because you did. I you called Invisalign. it out. It was, I did, uh, I was like, you have Invisalign. Yeah. It's because I had Invisalign. Oh, I didn't even. Did notice. I? You don't remember that? I had, and I have pretty good teeth. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't see any snaggles. It looks good. No, looks my, good. I, my dentist did it for the bite to uh-huh. correct it. For me, it was cosmetic because, like, this tooth, and it still is a little bit, uh, was back a little bit. Uh huh. It was. It was a little bit pushed back, so I felt like my smile wasn't complete. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it made me look like I had just this much teeth. Mm-hmm. And then so mm-hmm. I wanted it pushed outward so it was like one nice arc. I see. I you see. Know, like 45 like, degrees. I like, guess, yeah, yeah. like Just that's, facing out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, but yeah, a lot of money just for that one little thing. But then again, we take so many pictures these days and, yeah, you know. It, it, it is a moneymaker. I also, I went to, uh, before and we. And cheese problem. You don't want to ruin your marriage Oh on my that. gosh. I, I got, I blew up at her because she was <laughs> like, why are you not, why are you taking all the cheese? You're a cheese thief. And I was like, I can't. She was like, bite. And she was trying to teach me how to bite. And I was like, I know how to bite. I go like, Arr, and I started making the bite noises. 
not noises, movements. And then she saw that I could bite, but little snag, little Terry, he was behind and he couldn't quite catch up with the others. Wow, yeah, this so, is so then she helped me get braces. I went to a dentist, actually, a slash orthodontist. I don't know, it was in Times Square. I was living in New York at uh-huh. the time. So in Times Square, there was a dentist and uh, he told me that the best solution would to just be to tear that sucker out so I would be toothless there, and then he pushed the other teeth in. Yeah. Is that what he did? No, 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 no. Oh. I, I did not continue engagements with that dentist. I so, felt what did, so what did you end up doing? I ended up going to an orthodontist here in, Scott, in Scottsdale, I think, and uh, he we are moving all the teeth. It is, yeah, the, all the teeth are moving, so it's pulling and making space for little Terry, and then he's going to, he's actually gone forward. This Where's is the Terry? Guy. Is he in the he's, middle one? This is him. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like you have three teeth on the bottom instead of two like normal people. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I, I have an extra. Well, hold on. Where's my phone? What did I do with it? Uh, I, can't, I just can't see because I'm probably sitting on it. No. Hold on. I'm going to look at myself and then Do tell I have an you, extra? Hold on. I'm going to look at myself and tell you what's normal, and then I'm going to make <laughs> you feel abnormal. Uh, I already felt that way with Terry, so now that he's, he's in line with everybody. What's happening? I feel like something's not plugged in really. Can you check this oh. right here? Yes. Okay, hold on. So Test, 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 test. No, I guess I have three on the bottom too. So just one of them was back that Terry was Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. Terry was in the back. And, uh, Do I have a Terry? No. No, yours are pretty perfect. How many months of Invisalign? Well, he said 18 to 24 yeah. months. Because it's like you got to start by moving things this way and then yeah. make room. Yeah. Mine yeah. was only nine months. Oh, man. He said 24. Well, I might get off early for good behavior <laughs> because he, I, I'm actually wearing them the recommended amount of time. Yeah. So he was he was shocked when I first came in because it, it was they're totally responding. moved. Yeah, they're responding. I didn't ask them in advance, so it kind of forced this upon them, but they've started to move, and they will, if you leave them out for a long time, they'll start to move back, and yeah. it really hurts if you put the, invis- the trays yeah. back in. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is fascinating. I didn't. Yeah. I, to me, it is. I don't know if it is to you guys, but uh, this line's <laughs> nice because it's hard. Like I always said, like I couldn't get real braces because it's hard enough to get a date. Like <laughs> I didn't need that other thing, oh, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Um, do you drink things with the with them? I've started to. I'll avoid red wine. Yeah. If it's a, a nice cold beer, then I'll. I'll actually just open my mouth so the liquid doesn't touch the teeth. Yeah, just just chug a. I started doing that to the end too. The drinking was difficult. Yeah, yeah, it was tough. But at first, I was very good about it. Kept the trays in pristine condition. Now they still, I still brush them and everything. But now I'll just, I'm just like, you know what, whatever. I'll, I'll uh, drink. So I just got my final trays that are the harder trays for overnight. Like, oh yeah. It's like my retainer trays or yeah. something. So we finally did that like a year after I finished. Oof. And how does it feel? Um, not bad. Does it feel every day? It's a constant struggle between your teeth and I don't you. wear them as much as I should. <gasps> I'll wear them tonight. Okay. All right. I feel because like, what I was doing was uh, you wear your, I wish I'd stop talking about this line, but <laughs> you, you wear your last trays as your night guard at the end. But then they get a little old and, like, maybe not as tight anymore or something. So then you get these mm-hmm. these harder trays. And then, I don't know. I see. The end. <laughs> so, okay. So you're, um, oh, this happened because I asked you if you were a drummy or a flat. Yes. Anyway, so I, that's why I was drummy so, and why I still am drummy. Just have yeah. it. Yeah. Does your wife eat wings? Um, I was say you haven't eaten wings in a while. So I, I don't maybe. think we've eaten wings ever together. Because we always like to say, like, your partner should be a flat or a drummy so that you guys can share wings, and it works up perfectly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'll have to... Maybe next time you'll notice. Yeah, yeah, I will. Do you do ranch or blue cheese? Uh, I'm not... I, I'm sauce agnostic, so I'll go with either. Yeah, oh, okay. but I, I lean towards ranch, though. I feel ranch is so good. It's versatile, too. Yeah. 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 Um, do you do veggies, the celery and carrots? I do. If if somebody doesn't give me celery and carrots, I won't say, "Oh my gosh, where are the celery and carrots?" Right. But I think it's a. I like the crunch of the celery. The carrots, I'll leave them, but the celery is really good because it it gives a nice crunch that just 
I don't know. It's like a band where you got the drummer and he's got the snare every now and then. <laughs> it's a little snare. It adds a little harmony to the oh, wing eating good. experience. Yeah. I like it. You know, ATL Wings doesn't have veggies, which is so strange to oh, me. Oh, really? So that's why we didn't have any today. Uh, I, I'll also say celery, that's, it's an experience thing. I'll eat celery with the wings, but I don't think I've ever gone out and eaten celery in another environment or no. eating experience. No. It's, uh, How many wings can you eat before you get sick? <laughs> well, back in 98, I had about... 18 I think mm. and I was about 12 years old no I was 10 years old yeah that's yeah. pretty good yeah what do we have here how many do you think you had today I think I had about 10 or 12 yeah. they were they were really good I love the variety yeah you that's what I, I'm glad you got three because I, I I like the going into the different flavors when I'm yeah. going to Flavortown, I want to make a few <laughs> turns. So There's a couple stops on the yeah. way to Flavortown. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Guy Fear. Um, uh, that's great. Yeah. Um, so you lived in New York City. I did. That's fantastic. I, I, like, tell me about that. I tell people I lived in New York City, and then they say, where? I say, oh, actually, New Jersey. Okay. So but it's you worked so in much. New York. I did, yes. So I lived in New Jersey. I lived in Elizabeth. New Jersey, if anybody knows where that is. It's actually the fourth largest city in New Jersey. Really? Yes. It's a port city, so a lot of our, our goods that are transported via boat go through there. Um, not that anybody cares. But it's also, it's not a very safe city. Oh. Um, yeah. I, we had the roads closed off a couple times. There were a lot of shootings, stabbings, Oh, thefts. yeah, and then there's Chris Christie shutting shit oh, down. Oh, yeah, 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 the most dangerous you... of all. <laughs> this week... Um... It was his, and I, I don't, I shouldn't even bring it up because I don't know enough. The woman who worked for him mm -hmm. during that whole shutdown, she got sentenced to jail for her part in that whole shutting down oh that gosh. bridge. And the real question is, why just her? She didn't act alone or on yeah, without orders. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was really disturbing. Yeah. Oh, that's so, a shame. Yeah, it's weird. I, I don't keep up too much with it. I do remember when I was living there, they shut down. Uh, I can't remember if it was a state of emergency. They shut down the beaches and all the state parks and everything. And then there was a picture of Chris Christie and his family right there on the He's beach. He's just chilling on the beach. Yeah, yeah. But yet nobody else can go. It was like for Fourth of July or Labor Day or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, it was something crazy like that. What it was, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but so you lived in New Jersey. I did. You worked in Manhattan. Yes, so I commuted every day, took good old NJ Transit, which is, I don't recommend anyone. I'm an Arizona native, so I, I have this outer, this joyous outer shell that was quickly extinguished by the, the gruffness of the AM commuters. I, uh, people just aren't very nice there, I'll say, and especially in the morning. Yeah. And I remember... Or if it's cold. Oh, if it's, yeah, if it's cold, forget about it, as they say. <laughs> You're so authentic. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, I commuted. Uh, that's pretty boring, so I'll get off of that. And then I walked to work. And it was an unpleasant experience until my wife got a job in New York, too. So then we commuted together. And oh, so that's we were, much better. Yeah, we were two little lovebirds holding each other's hands. Safety in numbers. Kicking people out of the way. Yeah, oh, that's was, good. Yeah. Was nice. yeah. That is nice. So I've, I've gotten to go to New York twice. I've had been fortunate enough to go twice mm -hmm. in the last... 12 months and uh, I really love it but um, I do see that gruffness uh, that might be a problem yeah my friends that live there you can see the sadness on their face uh, yes like, I have friends that live in Manhattan and like talking about parking and just getting places like everything seems a little harder yeah, I think it is I think things are a little harder I feel like the solace that New Yorkers and tri-state area people get is the the love to hate kind of thing and the <laughs> solidarity of oh man we all hate traffic or whatever oh. we all hate this new congestion tax that uh, that um, what's his name Como is is uh, executing oh wow I, yeah so now I, th I can't remember which street but if you have to drive below 60 something Street, uh, then you have to pay a $10, I forgot, not a tax, but you have to yeah, pay a congestion okay. fee. Whoa. Yeah, it's because they want it to be less congested. So, yeah. That's, so strange. Yeah. But yeah. on the flip side, it's the hub of the world almost, I've noticed. That's true. And it is, uh, it's a wonderful place. Everything starts there. Everything, yeah. all the cool stuff starts there. Yeah. Um, they have I, the best everything. They do. I miss it. It's, it's very nice. 
So that was was. one of the things that inspired me to move to downtown Phoenix. I realize it's not the same thing, but that idea of I wanted to be able to walk places and, Uh um, you know, go to really just like a drink. (laughs) I don't even drink that much. I have to say that that is a pretty cool thing. I at work events and things like that, happy hours and those types of things are a lot less stress-free and people are a little more lax because you don't, nobody has to drive anywhere. So you can, you can stay there a little extra. You can have maybe one more. It's, it's, it's really nice. And then meeting up with friends, whatever, the the worry of having to drive is taken away. So it makes for a much better experience. I think. Thank yeah. you. You totally understand that then. Yeah. Because yeah. that's constantly like, well, I'll have two drinks and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, exactly. Or, exactly. And then yeah. you can't be like, come on, come on, drink more, drink more. Like, no, then I have to drive you, idiot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, let so. me leave my car here and Uber home and then tomorrow <laughs> i got to figure out how to go get it. And oh, no. Oof. That's what my friends and I would do living in Gilbert. Like, I'd, uh-huh. I, you know, you know who your friends are in Gilbert. So my friend Matt, I'd always go and take him to his car on Saturday morning. Uh-huh. But we would do that for each other, so that's nice. But, oh, that's but not nice. anymore. Now I'm like, nope, I'm walking home and hope I don't get mugged. Nice. <laughs> Is that a danger here? Do they? I don't know yet. Are they? Okay. <laughs> I hope you don't find out. I know. There's, um, there, you know, there's a weird element kind of mm-hmm. creeping around. But I try to be bold and bitchy. Nice. Put on my New York face so people don't try to talk to me. I try to do that too. I was bold and bitchy in New York, and it, it worked out fine. I did it? I feel, <laughs> I well, actually, in Elizabeth, my some of my friends they told me they think that I never got because I would walk from the train station to my house, ten minute walk. People said, I think the reason you never got mugged was because you look like an undercover cop or something. And <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this: How long did it take to walk? Like, from the time you left your door yeah. to the time you got into work. Door to door, I'd say 45 minutes. That's not bad, but what scares me about that is, like, you can't leave at 30 minutes. You know, like, there's exactly. significant things yeah. that you have to do yeah. to be on time. And then the, I was a lucky one. There were others that would come in from Long Island or other parts of Jersey. It'd be an hour and a half. So I, one kind of cool thing is they're usually flexible companies with when you have to come in. Oh. So they'll give a window of 8.30 to 9.30. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And then that's a valid excuse, too. I was late because the train was late. Yeah. Yeah. So don't, people it. don't, it's not a big deal when you're late. No, you at least where I worked, it wasn't. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's never been at my work either, but yet I always feel guilty. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I, I feel like I could come in between 8 and 9 and be okay. But I always feel so guilty. That's what I feel too. After nine, that's when you, I, I start to feel the pangs of guilt striking at me. If I'm if I'm doing there's certain activities. If I'm doing, I need to be there at seven thirty, mm-hmm. and that's like my worst nightmare. You've been there, wait, you've been there at seven thirty at yeah. work. Oh, and even seven. Because I'm a trainer, and so if I'm teaching, uh-huh. that is like you're on, right? Like it's God, my time's yeah. not my time anymore. And so I need to be there at least at 7.30 because the class is going to start at 8. But just to be safe, I try to get there at 7. Wow. And you know what? I thought living here, it'd be, it's further. It's really not, but I'm going against traffic. So I get there in 20 minutes. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So do, moving downtown, I think, was a good idea. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so neat. I like it. And then why did you guys move back to Arizona? Well, we decided to move back to Arizona because of, well, I got a good job opportunity, but we were thinking of it because we went to uh, my brother, he and his wife, they got married in Gilbert. So we stayed and we hung out with the family and we were there for the wedding and we thought, you know, it'd be nice to be closer to family. My wife, she's Brazilian, so all her family's out in Brazil. We actually got married in Brazil, which is kind of cool. Wow! Yeah. Yeah. Wait, she sounds way more interesting than she you. She is. You should have had her because oh I am a boring white Italian guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Next but, time. Yeah. But anyways, we decided to move. We, we thought, okay, maybe if we find a good opportunity, we'll move here because we're thinking of kids in the future. Yeah. So it would be nice to have free babysitters. Whereas I feel like New York and New Jersey, it's you can have kids, but it's harder. Oh, I A bet. lot harder. Yeah. Unless so. you're just really, really rich. Yeah, yeah, which we weren't well, quite. I'm thinking of Manhattan, so. you know, like the nanny thing. But I think probably yeah. in New Jersey, it's a little more normal. Like you got suburbs and yeah. probably more affordable stuff. Yeah, but the property tax, I know this is ripe for the podcast, but property taxes in New Jersey are quite high. Okay, so I heard that uh, the first time I went, I went with my friend Electa, 
And her mom oh, and dad... was that with an accent? Her name's Electa. Oh, okay. But I said, Electa. <laughs> Hello. Nice. My dad goes, are you going to go see Electa Karma? Like, he just <laughs> comes up with these weird names. Like, I think he's thinking of Carmen Electra. Yeah, that's what I... Yeah. But he goes, are you going to see Electa Karma? Electa Karma. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, her mom and dad, and I think she grew up in uh, Lincoln Park. Do you know where that oh, is? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her dad runs, like, the bank there. He's, like, the president of the bank. Oh, nice. Anyways, that's I got cool. to stay at their house. And then it was really nice because then her mom drove us to the city and we stayed there for three days. Oh. You nice. gotta, it was cool to have somewhere to stay on the front and back end of the trip so that we didn't have to stay in the city the whole time and pay mm-hmm. for that. So, mm-hmm. um, what was it? Oh, oh, so yeah, she was, um, her dad was saying, or she was saying they want to retire and move because that property tax is ridiculous. Yeah, it's insane. So every year you start out writing them a, what, a, a huge check. Yes, yes. We were, I think it, it's something crazy like 10 to, 16% of the value. Yeah. It is insane. So and we were thinking of buying. Here? Uh, here, I don't know, but it's a fraction. 6% or 4% or something? Yeah, it's something ridiculous. low. So. Yeah. The, and, and, and the base cost of the house is much oh lower, too. Oh, my gosh, too. yeah. So. It's going up right now, but it's still cheap. Yeah, yeah, very cheap, very cheap. Well, good. But. Yeah, this is a great place probably to raise a family and just to have more. Yeah. And you know what I like to say? Because I'm from San Diego where it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. But now I have more fun when I go visit versus when I live there. There you go. Yeah. I'm not just working to pay for rent or, when you know. Being a tourist is much more fun in a city than actually living there. And I now think. I'm like 10 minutes from the airport. We can hop on the plane. I can go to New York and go to San Diego oh, go to L.A. Perfect. Anyway, I nice. just keep saying that to make sure it was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about some of your projects and your hopes and your dreams. So we've got Hyperbole. Yes. And then um, what do you see, what would you like to see that do in the next, by the end of this year? Um, I'd like to see, I, I think we've been changing, not changing, but evolving our structure a lot. We started off, so the whole reason Hyperbole even started was because I was bored and I wanted to do something else, like something creative in yeah. my free time. So um, I actually, I took this personalities test and I forgot what personality I was, but I started looking at careers for that personality type. And I saw actor and I thought, no, that'll be way too hard. Then I did, I looked at voice actor and I thought, hey, that might be a little more, a little more easy. So I started looking into that Mm -hmm. and then uh, I I do enjoy voice acting. I, uh, but it's not my passion, but I started getting into podcasting after that because living in New York, um, commuting from New Jersey, there's a lot of time to either read or listen to podcasts Mm -hmm. or stare at people and just people watch. But I opted for one of the more creative of those. So I I started listening to a lot of podcasts and then uh, I thought, hey, I could probably do this too. And I got inspired by my brother, my brother and me, which is three brothers that give advice uh, for ridiculous questions. And so I started to do that. And with my brothers, because I had two brothers, so I thought, wow, I have three, two brothers, let's, uh, let's do this thing. Nice. And uh, we, we just started, we gave it a go, and uh, we weren't very funny, and it wasn't very good, and it was too much like the structure of what we were inspired by, but we just went with it, and we started to, to evolve so we, the thing that we had was our unique personalities yeah. and voice, whether people really wanted to listen to it or not. Somebody will. Yeah, and, and I felt really good Your because mom. I, my home, I don't, I, hope, I hope my mom does not listen to the podcast. Uh, but she, uh, no, but but we, and I publicized the shit out of it. So I would go up to friends and I'd say, hey, listen. And I feel so bad that I did, even though there are some that still do listen and say, hey, you make me laugh every once in a while. But um, we just kept going with it. And now we have new segments and these new different things that nice. we've incorporated into it. And we've also gained listeners along the way. And I think, and part of it was I work in marketing, so I'm trying to figure out how I can best market this and distribute it to the right places. Um, and and I, that, I feel, has been really nice as a, a tool in my tool belt to, yeah. to help boost this podcast and its audience. But um, I, I just want to get more more listeners and and i feel like we're steadily growing but i want to be able to accelerate that and i feel the one thing that i am not very good at is being patient and i feel that's what it it really takes okay cool 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 um so you said the um 
my brother. What was it called? The one that you liked? My brother, my brother, and my brother, me. My brother, my brother, and me. Yeah. For me, one of the first podcasts I really got into and that got me hooked on podcasts was My Favorite Murder. Uh-huh. And then yeah. another one that follows the, the Russia investigation called Mueller, she wrote. Oh, And they nice. just won a Webby, and oh which gosh. is a super cool honor, and I feel cool because... I was there from like the beginning uh-huh, and uh-huh. pretty, pretty early on. And I, nice. they're the only ones that I like su- subscribe to on Patreon and, and spend a little money uh-huh. on because I feel like it's really important. Uh-huh. So it's, it's exciting. Um, I hope to have them on this podcast soon. Nice. Um, but I say that just to put it out there. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Yeah. You got to put your dreams out there and then they'll come to you. Absolutely. What else? So you said you're an aspiring comedian. What do you think? What's going on there? I am. Yeah. So I, I actually wanted to do improv because mm-hmm. our podcast is a lot of, I guess you would call it long-term improv. Long so, form? Lo- sorry. Long, yeah. long-term. We're doing That's it for a long care. time. Yeah. That's insurance. Oh, for I always get the two mixed up, <laughs> but we do long form improv on that one. So I wanted to, before I turned 30, take an improv class. Yeah. And I did the day before I turned 30. And that was actually a lot of fun. I went to someplace in Scottsdale on Wednesday nights. They yeah. have improv drop in for 10 bucks or something. So I did that. That was a lot of fun. But then I started getting into, uh, I, I wanted to write more. And I always, I was a musician and I was in a band in high school and I loved writing songs. So um, I, now I'm more into comedy than I am music. I love music, but I've stopped writing it so much. Sure. Uh, I stopped writing music so much. So I have started to get more into comedy. And then one of my friends, Elsie Manning, she did this comedy class. And then I went to go see her and you and a whole bunch of other folks that, that showcased their five yeah. minutes that they helped develop from one of the classes that they took. And I think, and, uh, uh, I liked it a lot. And I started to take a beginning comedy class with Tony Visick. Yeah. And it's really good. Yeah. And I started to write where I, I've, that's helped the, the podcast evolve too. One of the things I want to do is try to do stand up. I haven't done it yet. I'm still working on my, my five, my type five, but, um, which sounds really, you're so funny. <laughs> okay. I met Elsie at Jester's when I was teaching improv, actually. I think, nice. I believe so. I think so, yeah. She was yeah. telling me that. And I pulled so many people to stand up from there because they're like, Mary, how do I do stand up? I love a class. I don't care what anybody says. I love a class to figure out how to do something. Because yeah. if not, if you could do it on your own, then go do it on your own. Yes. And yes. But the thing, <laughs> I think about this, like, if you go to Weight Watchers, they're like, if you could do this on your own, you would have already. And it's like, yeah. that's why you need somebody to help you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything you're trying to do, hiring a coach or something like that, I just think it's valuable. I understand it costs money, but if you have the money or you can get the money, yeah, it's like, I want to be able to go five minutes of comedy, please. Here you go. And then exactly. now you have to do a lot of work, but... I think it's a good way to get what you're trying to get. And I also think that, I think you make a great point, and I feel like the money is also a reflection of the investment that you want to put into it. Because I know, for languages, for example, I used to work at Rosetta Stone. Oh. I, that's actually how I learned Portuguese and then met my wife. Oh, wow. And, and uh, enchanted her with my lovely Portuguese. It was horrible. <laughs> but uh, I, I feel like it, it, a lot of people would say, oh, I can get this for free. Why should I even bother spending well, money? Exactly. Yeah, go do it. And then you see people, uh, because they have the option, they just don't end up not doing it. Yeah. With this, the comfort that, oh, I, I have it, so I can yeah. do it if I want to. So, so I think that's great. I hear a sense of like, I don't know, I, I want to do this. And I feel like just telling you like, no, just do it. It's okay. Like you can, mm-hmm. you can be mm-hmm. a comedian and you can be a podcaster and like, just do it. Yeah. And I, in 2018 or 2017, that was the year when I said, I want to do stuff instead of just talking about it. So I actually went out, that's when I went out and started doing the voice acting, started doing the podcasting, started, uh, and then eventually started doing the stand-up class. And uh, it's, it's really fun. I feel being able to actually do something versus talking about doing it. I read a study where if you tell people what you're going to do and your goals, then you end up getting the satisfaction of accomplishing those goals by people saying, oh, that's a great idea, or that's great. And then you don't ever end up doing it. 
So I try not to tell. Oh my God, that's a real thing. I've tried to explain that to people. Okay, I'm going to go on a side tangent, but I want to get back to this. But I used to say that when I would watch Teen Mom and these two (laughs) fools would tell people like this one, uh, it's Tyler and the girl, Uh the one girl, Caitlin. And they would be, and they had already given their baby away to somebody else, uh-huh. and they're still in the show. And in the show, they would talk, and Tyler's like, "Well, I want to join the army," and she was like, "I want to do this." And then people would be like, "Oh my gosh, that's so great!" And that's what they were experiencing because they never did shit. Yep. You just, yep. and and that was making them feel so good and accomplished, but they never did it. Exactly. I'm so mad, and I'm so glad that like somebody else. There's probably a phenomenon, or it's called something. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. I, I can't remember what it's called, but there is a feeling that you get when you tell somebody that you're going to do something, and then when they're like, oh, that's great, then you get the satisfaction and you don't and actually feel the drive it. to do it. Yeah. There's a really cool quote I kept from Amy Poehler's book called Yes, Please. Mm-hmm. I think it's from that book, um, but it is from Amy Poehler, and it says, I want to be around people that do things. I don't want to be around people anymore that judge or talk about what people do. I want to... I want to be around people who dream and support and do things. I love that. Yeah, because and that. that's the thing. It's like once you start doing that, you attract those kind of people, and then you connect with those people, and then you do more, and then you do more. And mm-hmm. I, that's exactly why, like, you know, I had you on the podcast. Like, I don't know you. I was like, who's this stranger? But <laughs> if you're willing to talk to me and, like, make it happen, then let's do it, you know? Yeah. Um, Oh, that's so good. See, this stuff is so great. Isn't it fascinating how inspiring you become to other people? Have you experienced that? I mean, all the time. Like, wow, you're doing it. You're really doing it. (laughs) I mean, I do humble brag because I I think I have a lot of room to perfect this or or continue to improve. But I I, sometimes people say, wow, you do so much. And I've just been... um, and I think back and sometimes I think, wow, I really have done a lot in the past couple of years. And and I think I try to encourage people to do that too. And I tell them, don't tell me about what you want to do. I don't want to hear it. And you should just go do it and then tell me when you're ready to do it. Oh and I gosh, sound like sound a dick because like one, I, I don't care. But <laughs> like no. You sound like my dad. <laughs> don't tell me what you want to do. Just go do it. And I try to do that. I used to be a, a big talker and, oh, yeah, I want to do this. I want to do that, blah, blah, blah. And uh, that's one of the areas where I feel like uh, I can say that I've improved myself slightly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy about it. What's funny is people go, wow, you know, Mary, you're, I admire you so much. You're doing all the things you want to do. And mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm like, I'm not doing enough. Yeah, like, yeah. If this yeah. was a show, it would cut to me laying on this couch with dirty hair and, like, eating and, like, falling asleep, you know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then sometimes I think you do have to give yourself credit for what you actually do. Yeah. Because I'm like, wait a second. I did a show last night. Mm-hmm. I we're, we're, I recorded twice this weekend. Yeah. I'm getting ready to go to California next week. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. I just want to, I mm-hmm. think I just want it to be smoother. Like, I want to know what I'm doing before I do it. Like, yeah. I want my set list ready to go. So I'm, yeah. so I'm going to put this out there. My goal is to plan writing dates with myself of like, get out of this house, go write. Because just mm-hmm. you saying, you're like, write 10 minutes a day. Yeah, yeah. You've you've got the right idea. Mm-hmm. I can't stand when, and I'm sorry, I'm talking so much. No, no, I'm not sorry. Just kidding. <laughs> no, you know those people. If you're a comedian, like you have merch and you have a podcast and you have stickers before you even have jokes. Yeah, yep. I've been really cautious to do extra stuff before I feel like I have a good set. Mm-hmm. So I'm just starting to go, okay, I might, maybe I'm going to make a sticker. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, that's another thing I was going to say is for, even for the podcast, I'd be like, well, we got to do a logo. We got to have a website. We got to do this. And then I'm thinking, why don't I just focus? Cause being a marketer, I'm focused about how can we market this and how can we, we show it to as many people as possible. But I feel like a focus on the content that you're doing and then having fun with it, actually having fun with it and not turning it into another job is yeah. something that I try to remind myself of every day. You have to have a good podcast before you can market it. Yeah, yeah. A product first. Which is why we've held off on marketing it a little bit. I feel like that's where the fire Festival went wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all marketing. Exactly. No product. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. <laughs> Nobody's talking about it anymore. That's so old news. I know. Extinguished. <laughs> Done. Well, that's cool. It sounds like you got the right idea, and it actually makes me feel validated, too. Yeah. I always get stuff out of this. 
I was going to say, too, another thing I'm kind of struggling with it right now is being able to, to one, you're doing a lot of things. You think that you're not doing enough. I, I do that, too. And I also struggle with with if I have a busy week and I'm not able to get stuff done, like I am supposed to write for homework for my stand up class, 10 jokes and I haven't written those jokes yet. I've been trying to prepare for this business travel for next week I'm gonna be out. And I, uh, I had my brother, one of my brother and one of my sister's birthdays yesterday and the day before, yeah. and just a whole bunch of stuff going on. And I think sometimes you just have to realize it's okay, life happens. You have to kind of suck it up. And if you, you can get whatever you can get done within that time, great and celebrate it mm -hmm. and then go into the next week strong. Cause yeah. that's something where, I still beat myself up about it. Yeah. And you know what? In my mind, you can do that. Um, mm -hmm. In my mind, I'm like, but the more work I do for comedy, the quicker it will progress. Yeah. Yeah. And right now I'm going, Mary, if you just had, you know, if you just kept writing and had a feature set, you would have been able to do this or that or something like. Uh -huh. But I, I hear what you're saying, because like. Your day job pays the bills. Your relationships yeah. need to yeah. be intact. You know, you yeah. need to be there. I feel like I'm not being a good friend to my non-comic friends right now. Mm. I don't know if they care, <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like I'm, I'm totally in my own world. But yeah. in a way, that's something I've kind of always wanted. Yeah. Just something to entertain myself where I didn't have to rely on anybody else. That's great. Yeah. And I think, I like, coming off of what you said, there has to be a balance. And I haven't found the tricks or the balances yet of how much I should be doing, how much I should beat myself up for not doing, and then when to say, hey, you need to rest or, hey, you should actually do this yeah. tonight. So I think my day job is getting mad at me, so that's probably the trigger of like, okay, you oh. need to focus a little bit. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Um, what, um, so you mentioned your wife. I'm very curious. Now you said she's Brazilian, so like she is. this gets more and more interesting. Where did you meet? How long have you been married? And how did you propose? Okay, so I'll try to answer <laughs> all those. Because I, you know, this is a comment about Wings of Friends, but I really like to hear about relationships, uh -huh. crushes, and gossip. Like, it's really, like, all those things hidden into <laughs> an agenda. <laughs> all right, so I met my wife. I, I moved after I graduated from ASU. I was going to be a teacher, and I was going to teach Italian. So I lived in Italy for about a year. And then I, I moved back and I got a grant from this Italian foundation to teach Italian as an after-school language or an after-school program at, Tempe, at Broadmoor Elementary School in Tempe. Cool. Yeah, so I did that for two years while I was studying in college and I did not like it at all, actually. <laughs> I, I, I loved, and I tutored on the side, so I would tutor uh, college kids and I would teach uh, tutor them in Italian. And I thought, wow, I love to speak Italian and I love the culture and I love the history and I love all that, but I do not like to teach. I don't think I have the patience for it. Oh. And I have the patience when a student wants to learn, but where I don't have it is when a student doesn't want to learn, they don't care. And I, I feel like it's a waste of both of our times. Yeah. And, and there are people that are much better suited to be teachers, teachers than I am. And then also the pay didn't really help either. So yeah. I tried to pivot into international marketing. So then that pivot turned out to moving to New Jersey and I, I worked at the mall at one of the Rosetta Stone kiosks. Uh -huh. So I had languages and business mixed into one and I was selling the stones. So I would just sit there in my khaki pants and my button up Rosetta shirt and I would um, sell different languages to different people. Um, is that a little bit of a, are they kind of fooling people because like you already spoke Italian, but you probably impress people by so, saying I speak Italian. So I did think about that and I try to be very transparent when I did sell. And then I would tell them what, so what I did, my first thing was I wanted to learn another language so I could tell them if it works, how it works, what are the, the pros, the cons. So then I learned French okay. and I did all five levels and I was pretty good at French, F, F, but I couldn't find anyone to speak it with. So that was my challenge. So then I thought, okay, I'm not going to waste it this time. Newark, New Jersey has the highest population of Brazilians outside of Brazil. So I'm going to go with Portuguese. So then I learned Portuguese and, or I took the program and then I just went out to Newark and I started trying to make friends 
And it doesn't hurt that Portuguese people are like really hot, though, Stefan. That was a little bit of the a motivating factor. I don't but. think you. Okay, now I don't want to say another language of where. Think of any language where the people might not be as hot, and like you didn't see him going to that language. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna learn Portuguese. <laughs> that didn't hurt either. I the the excuse I gave was it was one of those brick countries because I thought, okay, Portuguese, Brazil, Portuguese, uh, Russian, it's way too hard to learn. Uh, uh, Hindi, way too hard. Mandarin, super hard. And then Portuguese. I was like, wow, everybody here says they speak Spanish. It's about the same difficulty, but it would make me rise. What's brick? Um, I think it was at the, it was maybe 10 years ago. They were the top countries that were rising economically. Okay. So there was Brazil, Russia, India, China. And I think they added South Africa to okay. that too. Okay, gotcha. So they were saying, oh, these, these countries, that's where the jobs are going to be coming from or whatever. Yeah, I think so. it's because, mo- like, more people at any time have decided to move out of the country and into a, an urban area. Mm-hmm. We talk about that with stocks and stuff like that. Like, if they're building high-rises and stuff, cement company, mm-hmm. um, elevator companies, electricity, all those things would be good things to invest in because of that growth. So oh, if yeah. you're buying equities or whatever, don't mm-hmm. just think about the U.S., think about these growing Nations. Yeah, 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 exactly. Anyways, I just wanted to sound smart for a minute. No, that was great. That was okay, great. so you chose Portuguese. I did, yes. Then what? Then I start. well, I started making some Brazilian friends. And then I was, I was single at the time, and I started to use Plenty of Fish. And okay. so I started the online dating because the dating was not really working out. And like so, dating, dating? Yeah, dating, okay. dating. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't. You've got to source people somehow. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's just a sourcing strategy. Yeah. And then I would, so I, I wasn't good at really talking to strangers and especially women. I felt really, uh, intimidated, I guess. And I didn't know what to say. So then I was also bad at it online. So I wrote out and no American girls would ever respond back to me. So I never got a date with an American girl. Interesting. Yeah. So then I would try to practice my Portuguese with Brazilian girls and then they would actually respond. I think they're a little, I don't know if they're nicer, but this was New Jersey, New York. So Maybe they just were looking for a different caliber of... Like Giselle, like and Tom Brady, and Giselle, and freaking Leonardo DiCaprio. She loves American, like, fair, blonde, you know? Yeah. I think in other countries, and forgive me if I'm ignorant, I'm not sure, but my impression is in other countries, like, you grow up, you know, watching things from the States, and, like, that blonde hair, blue-eyed type, it's just a... It's an archetype that mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that some of those Latin countries might look at. My mom, yeah. same thing, right? She's Mexican. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. so continue. And I could be wrong. I'm sorry, but I just oh no. It's, interestingly enough, in Brazil, they have the full gamut of complexions, they do. and they have people like me, yeah. super white guys, Ukrainian, um, and some other German. They have big populations over there. So they in the do, south, some Brazilians are really dark uh-huh. complected, and then there's some that are really fair. Yeah. And then everything in between. Yeah. And they were telling me it's because, interesting fact, uh, they were saying U.S., the U.S. was founded by, um, by what was it, pilgrims. And so they kind of kept to themselves. So we're, I don't know if the culture followed or that there were ripples of that, but we, I think we're, we're mixing more, but it's like a salad where we have all these different communities But people, they're marrying within each other's race, and that's very general, and I don't think that's happening 100% at all. But it's more like that here, whereas in Brazil, it was founded by um, explorers, which... Oh. which made their way. It wasn't as segregated. Yeah, so they just made their way, mixed with the natives, and and that kind of reflected in the attitude of mixing with other cultures. So now they, they would say, oh, you guys say Obama's black, we say light brown, because we've got the full color yeah. spectrum. Yeah. And, and I feel... They're so much happier, too. They are. They oh are. my gosh! Do they have problems in Brazil like we do? Massive problems. Oh, okay. There's so much corruption and <laughs> and and theft. And my wife's mother got her car stolen from her while she was in it, out right outside of her house at 9:30 a.m. Did they tell her to get out of the car? They told her to get out of the car, please. They uh, said, "Senhora, desce do carro, por favor," which means, yeah, "Please get, get out, out of the car." car. Ma'am. And then she was, and then uh, she got out, and 
they they took the car and left. That's the safest way to get robbed, I guess. Yeah. If, yeah. if I'm going to get robbed, I would. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. But anyway, happy people. So yeah. other so, than the robbery and corruption. So you still haven't gotten to your point of oh, yes. you met your wife. Met my wife through some friends. Oh, okay. So it wasn't even somebody you plenty of fished. It was through somebody I plenty of fished. I pop, okay, puffed, not catfished. Puffed. No, 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 no. It was a different type of fish. Got it. Uh, and then, yeah, we met, and I was dating somebody else at the time. She was dating somebody else at the time. So we got the chance to know each other at a friend level. Oh, yeah. And I really admired her. I thought she was a great person. I, I didn't. I had my girlfriend goggles on, so I wasn't looking in that type of way. But yeah. I thought she – I told her at one point, maybe there was some sort of – uh, romantic interest that was deep down at my core. But I thought, I told her, this is so cheesy too. I was like, you are a jewel because you make sure that everybody has a good time. You actually go and you pick people up and drop people off when, so everyone can kind of drink yeah. and have a good time. And, and you make sure that everybody is having fun. And uh, I also thought she was a great person, very selfless. And yeah. um, anyway, I broke up with my person. She broke up with her person. And then I met her oh. again through two friends in common and uh i saw her and i i said you look really beautiful now and she said what do you mean now and i didn't know what to say <laughs> so, you dark yeah i know i know so I, I yeah i was a little flustered but anyway that night uh i was able to uh kiss her and i uh i this is really cheesy and i don't know if i want the public to know but whatever i don't give a shit Nobody so, listens to this. so <laughs> yeah so um i ended up we went with some friends, went to an Italian place. So I was able to show off the Italian a little oh, bit too. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then I told her, I said, in, they had, have you ever seen the little grissini, those little bread sticks okay. that you kind of crack? They're very yeah. hard and thin, long and thin. And, uh, I said, these are in Italy. What you do is you take one and then the other person takes the other half and you break it. And whoever gets the biggest half, they get to make a wish. And she was like, wow, that's so cool. And so she takes it, and I said, no, 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 you don't take it with your hand, you take it with your mouth. Oh, gosh. And then, and then she was like, ah. And so she didn't do it then, but then she pulled it out where we were in the car later, and she said, uh, or I asked her, do you have any gum? And she said, yeah. And then she took half of it in her mouth. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was yeah. in New Jersey? Yeah, that, that oh, was, yeah. yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. So. I guess when when you're really meant to be, it doesn't matter how dorky you are. Like it can just work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was, uh, and she has come to be almost as dorky as I am. Yeah. So it's it's really great. You really brought her down to your level. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> how no, long ago was that? That was 2012. Dang. Yeah, 2011, I think. Yeah. So we've been, and then we, I proposed to her the f one year after our first kiss. Aww. So we actually were dating for one month in New Jersey. I got a job offer back here in Tempe, or Scottsdale, so I, I moved back to Tempe. And uh, it was, I, I didn't know how permanent it was gonna be. Uh -huh. So I ended up living with my dad and his, and my sister. Because my sister, she has autism, so my dad would drive down to Phoenix to take her to this special school, then drive back up to near Sedona. So it was a pretty long drive. So they ended up just renting a place to stay during the week and then go back. So um, my wife, she, we were together for one month and uh, then we ended up staying together long-term and she would come visit, then she moved here and we stayed here for nine months until I got transferred back to New York. But, um, and now you're back here again. Yeah, now we're back here. So anyway, I proposed her here in Tempe at our house. I had her go get something from Target. And then I took these roses and I made a little pathway Aww. out of petals. And I, I, I had the Book of Love song playing. And then I wrote, I, I had these pieces of paper that were different chapters of our lives where Aww. we had these milestones and then the last... Oh, yeah, that's so beautiful. <laughs> and I dressed up in a suit. I was sweating so much. Yeah. It was June. Ugh. Does she like Arizona? She does. Oh, good. She does like Arizona. She likes New York too. I I think that she misses it. I miss it. But she likes Arizona and how kind of how the people are, how yeah. chill it is. She's found a little Brazilian community oh, cool. here too. So yeah, I she has a good time. That is so neat. 
why do we spend so much time talking about Invisalign? <laughs> uh, I like that. Um, yeah. I watched Crazy Rich Asians last night for the first time. Oh, and yeah. And so I was just really delighted. And I think maybe I'm feeling <laughs> like all that like romantic stuff. I'm like, that's so nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, good. oh my gosh. Is there anything we haven't covered that you're like, we need to talk about this? Um, no, I don't think so. Like yeah, hyperbole. It's a good conversation. You think so? Yeah. Are yeah, you yeah. sure? We'll listen back and maybe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, thank you for being here, Stefan. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having your me. Name right, Stefan. So- Stefan. You know but what I keep thinking I like Stefan. It's You know it's why? Because I think about that episode of Family Matters where Stephen Urkel became Stefan and he was cool. You might be too young for it. No, no, no. You know I, 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 I used to, when I was a kid, I would say that with my brothers. And Stephan. Can I do that? <laughs> you got any cheese? <laughs> that, you know, he wasn't loved supposed to show. be on that show as much, but people just loved him. Really? And he became like the star of the show. I remember when I was a kid, the first two shows that I loved were Full House and that show, Family Matters. Okay, so I think, I could be wrong, but who cares? <laughs> when Charles Barkley got arrested in Scottsdale for soliciting a prostitute, wow. it's famous, it's famous. Wow. He was at the Dirty Pretty uh-huh. with Stephen Urkel. What's his real name? Oh, uh, it, uh, is it? Jamal? Jamal White? Jamal White? Yeah, maybe. Sounds familiar. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. Anyways, he was hanging out with him at the Dirty Pretty in Scottsdale. No way. And when he left, he went to go see this girl or something like that. <laughs> and he told the cop, well, I'm sorry. This guy. He basically said she gave him the best blowjob ever. Oh, and the my cops God. Were, I think they still arrested him, but they still shook his hand. <laughs> <laughs> How did we devolve so quickly? (laughs) Oh, it always tends to happen. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. That's basically... Jaleel White. Oh, Jaleel. Jaleel That's it. Jaleel. Jaleel. You know, uh, it ha- also, what is the, the place, the establishment called? The Dirty Pretty? It's called Pretty? The Dirty Pretty, and I don't think it's there anymore. It's okay. one of the... It's, you know, right now, I think the big bars in Scottsdale are like El Jefe and oh, okay. Whiskey Row. It was probably around there. I was going to say, Dirty Pretty doesn't sound like the name is setting the place up for success. Dirty Pretty. Dirty Pretty. It was... Mm. I think it was just that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Well, Stefan, <sighs> thank you so much for being here on Wings with Friends. We, I had a really good time. Um, you guys, where can people find you and your podcast and all that? Yeah. No, I had a great time, too. People can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, anywhere you can find your podcasts and consume that content with your ears. You can find us on hyperbolypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at hyperbolypod. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, that's it, I think. So yeah. everywhere? Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, everywhere. All right. Well, thanks for being here. We'll see you next time on Wings with Friends. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>